On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at Bow's Castle and we're celebrating the everything, really. No. <laughs> yes. No. We're here for this. Yes. Say? We're here for Soto After Dark and we're hanging out with your land of brewing guys at Bow's Castle. You wouldn't know where your head was if it was screwed on. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. Uh, Witch told me I was going to die at 38, but joke's on her. I turned 39 in October. <laughs> oh, this year, you're still 38, oh, though. Oh, wait. You still I'm have Brendan a few O'Connor <laughs> from Bungalore.com. <laughs> you could die any second. Oh, gosh. I kind of feel like it. Yeah, you're not feeling so well? No, and I don't have COVID before anybody yells at me, and we're sitting very far apart from each other. Yeah, we're, we're in two other rooms. <laughs> Brendan! <laughs> hello! Hello! <laughs> Uh, I have a cold. We, I've been tested. I'm at the tail end of it. How many things did you get tested? Oh, I did. The, you know, anytime I go get tested, I'm like, ah, you might as well <laughs> do all the tests. Do all the things. <laughs> Put all the pokes and prods in there. How do I look? Yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> but uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the things in the downtown Bungalow neighborhoods. And tonight, we are in Soto. Yeah, which is south of downtown. We don't, we don't get down here that often. Uh, no, and, and generally it, when we do come here, it's because we're doing something with the Soto Main Street, which is exactly why we're here today. They're, they have us coming down to talk to some of their peeps about the upcoming Soto After Dark event that they do yeah. here at the Soto Shopping Center. We're going to be chatting with some folks from Orlando Brewing. Yeah, which they've been around forever. Probably actually, the oldest brewery in Orlando. They were yeah. like the OGs. And I actually think the first organic brewery brewery in the nation That's what I hear. yeah uh, but we'll get them to talk about that a little bit more you know they can expand on that because i don't want to be telling fake yeah news. we don't want to we don't want to get it yeah. wrong but, but I'm we're sick here at, at Bowles castle we're yeah, outside Bows. it's their first year or their one year anniversary one year anniversary it just so happened that that happened to be when we rolled in and they're giving out samples if you're hearing this on friday it's too late <laughs> uh but it's it's going crazy it's yep. going off the hook right now we'll have to come back because i've never eaten here no, what's your week been like? Uh, always busy, Brendan. Always uh-huh, busy. Uh-huh. Saving lives. Yep, saving lives. Yeah. And I'm Kissing trying babies. to remember what I did. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what you did this week? I did nothing. I blew my nose and uh, curled up in a ball. I actually, right. And it was very nice to... My, my boss even said, yeah, it's because you do everything. It's like, true. You need to like not do everything. And I was like, oh, well, if you're saying that. You need to delegate need to, to your boss. To yeah, so Just be like, Matt, you do it. Yeah, I tried that. I haven't heard back from a couple of emails. <laughs> and I was like, oh, here, take care of this. Nothing. <laughs> I went to Cocoa Beach. That's what uh, I did. You've yeah. been going to the beach a lot. Well, I have been lately, yeah. Just going out to the beach, checking it out. Yeah. It was fun. Let you, letting your dingleberry dingle in the sand. <laughs> That's not that beach in Cocoa. Oh, oh, I got excited. That's a full clothing beach. Okay. We did, uh, we, before I got sick, we went to a screener for the Florida Film Festival. I went with Doug Bowser. We went and saw the Truffle Hunters. How was that? Uh, you know what? Wonderful. What was One it of the about? best movies I've ever seen, and I think everybody needs to go see it when Florida Film Festival starts very soon. Uh, it's about in, in northern Italy, and, these, and it's about these very country old men. In northern Italy, who just hang out with their dogs all day and just go look for mushrooms. Nice. And then about them getting kind of taken advantage of by these truffle resellers and, uh, and you know, angering their wives because they're out there all day hanging out with their dogs. And Can't you train pigs to find 
Shuffles. You can, but the, it, this was all about these guys and they're just weird looking dogs and, and they'd bathe with, bathe with them and sing them opera songs. And it was just what a wonderful, wonderful film. And I know people like that. It just made me think of my dad. It made me think of like, like we know some dog mushers up north who, who are so old. They have like 36 uh, like Alaskan huskies. 36. That's know? a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. There's I no have, kids I have look two after dogs them. I can barely them. afford to feed them. I, it's, it's good. Same. <laughs> I won, and he's and he's half a dog, but uh, but he's got enough attitude for all of them. Yeah, he does. Uh, so just really cool. That's the kind of films that they have over at Florida Film Festival right now that everybody should go check out. Cool. Uh, yeah. So you want to just get into some news? Let's get into it. Okay. Orlando Magic just honored one of my favorite uh, Central Floridians, Miss Sister Ann Kendrick. Oh yeah, right. From the Hope Center. Yeah, from no Sisters of Notre Dame. De- Namur. I think it's the Hope Center. I, is that right? Yeah, she yeah, runs the okay. Hope Community Center. Out in Apopka. And I, I've done a mosaic for them back in the day for the nonprofit that will not be named. And they, and, and I just love her. I, I spent six months with her and her sisters and the people they were serving. And they help a lot art. of farm workers up in it's, Yeah, that's primarily what they, what they do. And she's been doing this work up there, working with uh, immigrant farmers you know, primarily from Latin America, but also like Haitian yeah. immigrant she's workers. She's been doing it for like fifty years, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Orlando Magic just recognized her. That's great for her work. And That's she's seventy-seven and still going hard, man. Did they get her to take uh, take the court and play a little bit? Because they no. keep getting rid of all their players. <laughs> I, they probably need her. Well, what, do you want to talk about that? Oh, a little bit. I mean, they got, I got rid it of on my list. Nick Vucevic, yeah, like the, the one the player that everybody loves. They made him cry. Yeah. Well, well I guess he made himself it's cry. It's been his home for a long time here in Orlando. Ooh, everybody, I, I didn't even know who he was. And then I went to <laughs> a couple uh, uh, Magic games, you know, gay guy in the crowd. Uh-huh. And I just, that was my favorite part was that when they call his name and everybody goes, Vooch. Did you think they were saying something dirty? No, I've been around enough Eastern European uh, strippers to know a good last name okay. when I hear one. Yeah, <laughs> so Vucevic. Yeah, they they traded him to Chicago. Yeah, just getting rid of without everybody. really telling him. No, they didn't give him a heads up or That's anything. All, I mean, that sports can be like that where because the trade yeah, deadline. There's you know, a trade perf- deadline. You got to get rid of people before that deadline if you want. If you want, but they didn't want to. They like were just finally like, oh, let's let's do it. I bet someone got fired for that. They're mess. rebuilding. That's how it works. But he, why rebuild when you know it? He's a stellar performer and yeah, he likes it here. Sports is tough. I mean, they, a lot of people that follow like it, it said it was a good. All these were good trades. If that's but what fans aren't happy like, about, yeah. It. If that, no, that's awful. And they made him cry because they asked him like, "How do you feel about this <laughs> trade?" And he said, "My heart hurts. Just cancel the trade." And then he cried. Oh, like on camera, like this big Eastern European dude, professional. Loves it here in Orlando. Yeah, we seem to get rid of a lot of our. Great players over the years, like Penny Hardaway and Shaq and Dwight Howard and all of them. Yeah. So now, you know, picking up on what we were saying last week about... The difference is, real quick, Brenda, I don't want to cut you off, but I did. But The difference is, those other ones, a lot of those other ones wanted to leave. He actually wanted to stay. Yeah, I don't don't understand. I don't... And it... Anyway, we don't need to talk about sports. What do I know about sports? All I know is they made a grown man cry, and I didn't (laughs) like it. Uh Mayor Demings just made a statement about FEMA and the convention center. And this yeah. is, yeah. And it was funny because it, it was basically saying, this isn't happening. Uh-huh. But every, just to put it to bed. So I this guess has to do with uh, the kids at the border right now. And, and I mean, 
no matter what anybody says, it really is kind of a crisis right now. I mean, there's thousands of kids. About? What are you talking about? Well, there's thousands of kids that are coming across the border, and they're being uh, put like spring breakers. Yeah, put in these warehouses and and waiting for whatever they're going to do. And so there was this idea that, hey, let's use the Orange County Convention Center. I think the federal government has like an overflow, and they they almost said it would be a spot to. de-escalate decompress the situation yeah because they're so packed at the border yeah but uh orange county said "Eh, i don't think we want this well apparently they said oh we just can't we're already booked but like i'll tell you there's probably two parts to that yeah the only thing that you've had booked for the last couple months is that that water skiing squirrel and the dinosaur drive-through so like covid uh yeah i'll tell you though it could have been a, a good way to like you're making a vacation if for what? Here, for, for the these kids? poor kids. These, I don't if, think it works if like If you're going to detain them, bring them to Disney World. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you, you could take them why somewhere not? here in Orlando. Yeah, what else? You could, you're not just I don't think it's going to work like that. Sit no. there. Why? It could. Uh, what a great way to spin it. What a great way to to make something poopy into something better. You know? And then, and then send them back. Send them back home <laughs> after they've seen Disney World. <laughs> I don't think it works yeah. like that. Give them a turkey leg and kick them in the butt. You know? Make it. <laughs> That's the drugs talking. <laughs> okay, sounded sounded perfect to me in this moment. Either it way, like a great solution. Orange I'm going to write a letter. Orange County said we we don't we we yeah. are not going to do this at the Orange County Convention well, Center. Missed opportunities. Did you hear about that uh, ground depression that just closed to 408? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Th- we're not talking about my emotional state. There was a. Uh, they only say ground depression because they is, know is that sinkhole. just sinkhole? Is triggering. That was a fancy word for sinkhole. No, they they will never say. You'll not hear F dot say sinkhole. So this was unless a house disappears. This was at the 408 and I four near there, Orange Avenue area, and it was like the the right where they finished the ramp. This is a new ramp Uh that they built right by the Wellborn Hotel. Yeah, so totally new. It, It brings people right from 408 into the downtown. Well, now go down downtown. <laughs> there's there's a lake right by Lake Lucerne, and apparently they were like, "Oh yeah, it's totally because of Lake Lucerne," but don't worry about it. We're filling it in. And I and I was reading this thing. I, I think it was Fox 35 did a report. And they're like, they were seen here filling it up with sand. Everything's fine. And I was like, they're they're filling in a hole with sand. Yeah, that's not gonna, that's next quick to water. Sand. That's that's quicksand. So I expect to be talking about this next week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I mean, see what happens when it reopens. It's still not open, right? I assume it's still closed. I, it's about to reopen. Really? Yeah, yeah. They I have, wouldn't they be the first up, one to drive on that because there were two lanes, and one lane is already reopened. And they said it was so loud when it opened because a tree disappeared into the hole. Disappeared? I know, what is going on? I don't know. I just, like a hell mouth. You know, like Buffy Summers is going to show up and start I'm killing taking, vampires. I'm taking Mills or <laughs> OBT or so. I'm not getting off of no, that exit. No, I never cursed. wanted to anyway because it's such a weird hard turn. Very cursed. Yeah, cursed. Well, now we know hell mouth. Uh, Orlando Sentinel just may be saved in the 11th hour. I'll believe that when it happens. I will too. And what it so Matt, my boss, was on last week. Did he say on air what the number was, or did he just say that behind the scenes? I don't think there is a number. He said there is a not officially, but he said that there is. He gave a suggestion of of a number of what it would cost sixty and eighty million to to buy the paper. Just Orlando Orlando Sentinel. Sentinel. So And, and a lot of that is the name, the archives, the. I mean, obviously the newspaper, but a lot of it is some other things, too. Because two two separate offers have just been made to Tribune Publishing to preempt the sale to Alden Global Capital, right? And so Florida businessman 
uh, Mason Slane, which like, if he's if if he's not a villain in an environmental <laughs> like cartoon, a Bond, like a Bond villain, I don't know. He's I, from South Florida. I, I think. feel like Captain Planet's probably fighting him with those kids. <laughs> Mason Slane, uh, he's offering up a hundred million dollars as part of a larger. Six hundred and fifty million dollar deal for think, the entire. He wants chain the South of Sentinel, papers. Too. He does. He wants two specifically. Yeah, but it sounds like he wants to just buy all the papers and then sell those. But he just wants Maybe. to keep the two. It was very confusing. Also, I'm sick, so I couldn't really understand <laughs> what I was reading. But uh, the other guy, Matier. Yeah, Craig. He's from Bags Inc. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not. Not a strip joint. No, no, no. It's 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 like a travel company. They like ship your bags for you, which is like a huge company. Although he sold it, I think several years ago. Yeah, because they were going to build a corporate headquarters in, in Paramore, Paramore, and then it just didn't happen. And uh-huh. I wasn't sure why that didn't happen. And so he but was he like, sold "My it, dad sure. used to work here." Yeah, and now I want to buy it. Uh, is that what he said? No, well, not like that. Who worked but, there? What did he say? Oh, his dad worked there like a long time ago. Oh, his I dad like was that. an attorney for the publisher. Did he like his dad? I think so. it sounds okay. like he's right. going to buy the paper. Well, I know, but it could be also like a that little yeah, <laughs> could kill be. his legacy. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll, like I said, I'll believe this when I see it. Just because these things happen, they yeah. fall through, and other people get well, offers, and who knows? And I hope it mean, happens. I mean, it, it'll probably be better than this Alden company buying it. Who are known? Who are known as the giant blood sucking mosquito yeah. of uh, newspaper buyers? Yeah, just go around we'll and see. suck everything dry. We'll see. Like a chupacabra. That'd be a great newspaper name. The chupacabra. El chupacabra. Probably like a student newspaper at a right? university over in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. El chupacabra. <laughs> uh, restaurants are having a real tough time hiring right now, John. You want me to apply? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. You're you're good. You I have your career path job. mapped up. I have two days a week where I don't work. You got long arms. You can put a lot of plates That's on them. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to work at a diner and put a bunch of omelets on my yeah, arms. I could put four. I could, probably, I, do, I could probably do five. Three on the one, and then I would hold two. So I guess five, but you didn't want to do two in the other one because it, it could go wonky. Yeah, I mean... And then the people, yeah. And if you're at a nice dining place, they're like, "Why are you? Who are you trying to impress? You're just going to mess up our plates." <laughs> they didn't like that. But what I'm saying is, uh, restaurants throughout the country, I guess, but we're hearing a lot here in Central Florida, just are having a tough time hiring new talent. Is this because of like unemployment, or that's what that's you know, what they say? A lot of people are saying it's like, how can we compete with unemployment? All these people are getting unemployment checks to just sit at home. They don't want to come work in my kitchens because it's easier to sit at home. And I'm thinking, I'm sure that's part of it. Also, there's a pandemic. They might not feel comfortable. True. You know, also maybe your restaurant doesn't have a, a, a Good great pay or pay benefits or, 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 or maybe just image of the community. And maybe, right. Possibly. If, uh, if you're having that much of a hard time. But uh, I mean, that, the market will justify that. Right. I mean, if you pay more money, more people will come work for that's you. That's what they're thinking. And so that's what Darden's thinking. And so they, they're having a really they're up in their their benefits packages, their pay, their hourly page and thinking like, you know, this is what we want. We people now want better compensation for their jobs go figure uh <laughs> and and this is what we need we, we can't staff anyone so we're gonna try and fix it jason chin from uh what is it good salt restaurant group yeah they own sato sushi uh reyes reyes mezcalaria which is really fun to say i love reyes 
the Monroe, which is about to open over. They're gonna go there. They're gonna invite us. I don't know. They never invite us to anything. You don't think so? No, they'll like be like, here's some tickets. Come eat some ramen. Every once in a while, All right, we'll, get we'll just show up. I just, you know, I could just be proactive and say, "Hey, I would love to come out." How? Let, let me That's do that. Twenty twenty one. That's how I'll you do business. Manifest that. Uh, they just did a great interview with Austin Fuller at the Orlando Sentinel about about this whole scenario and what it looks like and and, and how they want to reopen. Like Sato Sushi hasn't served lunch since the pandemic started. Oh, is they're just ready not worth to, it for him? Well, he, it wasn't, but now they're ready to bring it back and the demand is there, but he doesn't have the staff right really? now. Yeah, and he has like 20 to 25 jobs open that he just can't staff. Robots. <laughs> Something. Conveyor Hire belts, sushi man. making robot. Sorry, man. Just, you put in that conveyor belt. With a sushi person and some <laughs> tablets, this is you got to pivot. They got to afford them all. Yeah, that's if we learn one thing in the pandemic, it's you got to pivot. <laughs> and, if, and if you're not get, being able to hire or people, monkeys. or monkeys, the sushi monkeys, you know what? Hire all those monkeys that are that everybody's mad about picking coconuts. <laughs> you know, hire them to come serve food and, and give them a benefit package, and everybody will be happy. I love it. No more coconuts getting dumped anywhere. Uh, we doing okay? Yeah, we're good. I would eat sushi from a monkey. You would? Yeah, why not? Monkey Sushi? Why not? Sounds like a great punk band name. <laughs> Monkey Sushi. Uh, Orange County just had its second highest unemployment rate. In like there's it in, in, in the state all of or in Florida. History? In all of Florida. So like in I don't know. This is really hard for me to say. I don't know why that was so difficult. Um, in all of the state, Orange County has the second highest unemployment rate. All right. I believe it. I mean all the workers and tourists and yeah that aren't which coming is, which is yes but now but when you couple that with what we were just talking about true with people not wanting the jobs it's interesting right so there's we we have a glut of open service jobs which traditionally would be filled rather quickly uh that are not getting it could up. be a thing where somebody who maybe worked at disney worked at universal and maybe they are laid off right uh -huh. now or and they're like well i don't want to go work at this restaurant because i'm eventually going to come back I might as well not start somewhere new. I guess. We saw a lot of people launching their own concepts, too, on Instagram, just going independent route. We saw a lot of people just go back home, out of state, like, to wherever they came from. Yeah. Michigan, wherever. Yeah. You know, instantly regretting it because then the winter hit. <laughs> and maybe they'll come back and, and snap up I mean, I, I'd jobs. like to think that'll all bounce back at some point. I would think. We're seeing so many people move to Florida right now, uh, specifically because of the lax covid requirements I don't know how true that is i think it's true to a, 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 to a degree definitely true i don't know i think but i think it's temporary it's though definitely that's why they just had to shut down all those things in miami I th well that was spring break though it wasn't necessarily just spring break it wasn't We're, just people flocking from new york saying i'm gonna live down here and not there's wear a, a lot mask. of people doing that there's a lot of people doing it i follow all these new york party kids uh -huh. on instagram most of them <laughs> came down to miami for the last few months all just right. because there were parties and things it's that they could be working and all the parties like, were shut down in New York. They ain't staying. I don't know. I think once you see how fun it is and yes, there's a scene in Miami, South Florida. But it ain't New York City. It's it's not, but I don't think New York City is New York City right now. And oh, I think right there's going to be, be a hot minute before it gets back to that scene. I know there was a story in the Wall Street Journal a few months or a few if weeks you ago. Could, if these kids are seeing that they could be affording a villa on the water in Florida yeah. instead of 
a cramped townhouse in in Brooklyn. It's true, you know, like the story. But the story in the Wall Street Journal, Brendan, it said, you know, all these like billionaires, like hedge fund managers, they all came to Florida when the pandemic hit, and yeah. they looked around. They're like. I don't want to live in Florida. And they all moved back to New York because it's like where yeah. they're used who is to. Who was it paid for? Live in New- visit yeah. New York. If you have billions of article. dollars, you know you might want to be where all the theater and yeah. restaurants. There's all, all those that things. Is. There's all those. I we those are here too, but those people are yeah. going to Naples. Like, of course, nobody wants to live in Naples. No, but, it, but Miami has theaters and an amazing art scene. Our Basel is in Miami. You can't tell me Miami doesn't have a, a world class art scene. I agree, but I don't think it's New York City. If yeah. you have the money to do those things. I don't know. If you got the money, man, you're going to have a blast in Miami. It's tr- well, you're going to have a blast anywhere, I guess. Are we fighting? A little bit. How are we doing? Well, we can take a break. Let's take a break. I need a break. All right. We're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back and chat with the guys from Orlando Brewing. Yes. All right. Stay about, with us. about Soto After Dark? From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey, Mo. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing, John? Good. Let's say I got in a car accident, which I don't want to, but let's say I did. What's three things I should do right now? Well, you're a very safe driver, so I'm sure this won't happen to you, but you never know. Other people are not so safe. Um, So first thing you want to do is obviously pull over to the side of the road, call the police, and then take pictures of everything. Take pictures of the accident scene. Take pictures of the other driver, of their license plate. We've had people before who said, oh, that wasn't me. You have the wrong person. I wasn't in that accident. Um, so take pictures of everything, the, the uh, intersection, wherever you can. You know, Take as many pictures as possible. And then, of course, if you're hurt, you want to seek medical treatment right away. And then, of course, call me. Yeah, and injured you- on the go, just call Mo. Absolutely, absolutely. So those are kind of the three basic things that you want to do. After a car accident, a lot of people that make the mistake, they don't document everything. And then they um, will wait to go to the doctor because they th- think, oh, I'm just a little sore. And then that soreness gets worse and worse. So they should really get checked out as soon as possible. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Joey and Alex, founders of the popular restaurant Hungry Pants, will teach you how they make their black bean patties so you can make them at home. Veggie Black Bean Patties with Hungry Pants is on April 8th. Enjoy films about the world we love to live in that are just 60 seconds or shorter. Presented by Life Screenings, the One Minute Film Festival will be on our Facebook Live on April 10th. National Library Week is April 4th through 11th. If you sign up for your library card during National Library Week, and that week only, you'll receive a free ticket to WonderWorks. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly NZN update. Pre-screeners have already started. Critics are already watching movies and we have opinions to share. So stay tuned. The opening night party for Florida Film Festival is on April 9th. Rumble in the Bronx will be screening Tuesday, April 6th. And there will be a live Zoom session with Karen from Starman on April 11th. And a live Zoom with Isabella Rossellini on April 18th with 
the screening of Blue Velvet. Thinking of streaming a movie? Don't give your coins to the big platforms that don't care about local stuff. Give it to NZ and Theater. They've got a whole streaming service for movies that are available on their website. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And uh, I'm pretending to be Brendan O'Connor after I cut it up his body and fed it to pigs. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. very silence of the lambs of well, you. Well, you know. So, uh, Brendan, we are hanging here at Bow's Castle for their first year anniversary. First year anniversary. But what? we're here with the fellas from Orlando Brewing. We got John and Mauricio here. Welcome to uh, Bungalow and the Bus. Thank you for having us. All right. Should be fun. <laughs> so, so, John, you, you're the founder of Orlando Brewing. I, we've chatted before. I used to work at the Orlando Sentinel. I think I came over there and interviewed you one time. You more, interviewed me more times than I can uh, think. <laughs> Do you have I'm nightmares sure, about it, was, John? There was nobody else back then. <laughs> I, mean, you're like, I mean, you're like the original brewer here in Orlando. Well, it's, uh, I wouldn't say brewer, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm passionate about uh, my, uh, my feelings about beer. All right. He's like the beer father. Yeah, right. I like that. Beer daddy. <laughs> beer daddy, yeah. <laughs> so, Soto After Dark. So, are, you, are you guys a sponsor of this event? You're just uh, we're hosting We're it. not one of Well, we're, okay. not, uh, we're not the sponsor or anything like that. Helicopter. Because we're right but, next to Orlando uh, Health. But, yeah, we're, uh, we always support uh, the Main Street and the okay. things that they do. Uh, I was on the uh, uh, one of the founding boards, and uh, that was eight years, and they threw me off. They <laughs> threw you off? <laughs> Too much. Threw me off. Yeah, but it doesn't, uh, doesn't really change anything. It's still fun, and we still do fun events, and this event happens to be at, uh, at Orlando Brewing. So uh, that should uh, prove to be a, uh, a fun event. Can you tell us a little bit about it, Mauricio? For sure. So um, we're going to have live music. Uh, our house band, the Swamp Donkeys, are playing. So they're going to be one of the... Uh, Swamp Donkeys? Swamp Donkeys. They're really good. They appeal to everybody, honestly. If that's not the name of a beer, I don't know what is. Uh, in the works, but don't uh, All right. Don't say too much. All right. Yet. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard here first on Bungalore <laughs> on the Bus. Okay. And then we're going to have a lot of like glow-in-the-dark games, um, bubble, like this whole bubble display. Uh, Can you talk live, about that? It's like a bubble bus. A bubble bus, yeah. All I know for it, for sure, it's like it's trending in New York, and now they have like another one here in Orlando. Uh huh. So yeah, they're like glow in the dark, and they're like really big bubbles. I don't know. I'm into it. It sounds super trippy. Yeah. I I like that idea. All right. And then what we'll have some live art. We'll have um, Tito's Vodka. I know is sponsoring it, so they're going to be giving out some uh, drinks there. We'll have uh, some food vendors. Bows is actually going to be there. Okay. Along with uh, Gnarly Cuban, who makes like pretty good like small bite. Cuban Mauricio, food. I have to say, when I got the press release, it said Boas, but now I understand it was Bows. it was yeah. Bows. That makes much more sense. I was thinking, I was thinking like uh, Boa Constrictor. Yeah, like Britney Spears doing a dance or okay. something. Well, there will we, be Boas. Okay. Uh, apparently. Oh, so Feather Boas. Feather, feather boas. boas. Yeah, maybe Glow in the Dark. A lot of Glow Ticklers. in the Dark stuff. I'm into what it. What night? At, when is this? 24th of April. Okay. Twenty yeah, a few, few weeks it's from 10 now. 10 bucks right now to get in, but the day of it's going to be 20 bucks, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think if you want to find out more, it's sotodistrict.org. Who's it sponsored by? Aardvark and, yeah. a, and a realtor. Uh, Tito's. The, is Aardvark one of the and major, Carla okay. Trine. Carla Trine and, and Tito's, you said. Tito's, Tito's Vodka and the Aardvark. I got to right. ask John here, real quick, since he's the, yeah. the brewmaster here, the brew knows all things beer. You guys got anything new coming out or any, well, any new do. beers <laughs> you can talk about? Always. 
Yes, we do. We uh, we uh, we're coming up on our seventh anniversary or fifteenth anniversary on the seventh. Okay. Four oh seven. Don't want to get those numbers confused. <laughs> I get confused too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having a whole week. The weekend before, the weekend afterward, we're having a market on the tenth. Uh, the sixth, we're having Anna Sicoria tasting with our original two thousand and eight. 18% or so. Oh. Anna Sicoria against the Anna Sicoria 2.0, which is about 11% simply because of the yeast that I used. And uh, Anna Sicoria 2.0, bar bourbon barrel aged. Nice. So, and a beer release a day. And all right. A day? A day. A day. So Holy We geez. have six beers coming out that day. You have oh, one of the larger facilities in town, though, so y'all could you could handle that. Yeah, I mean, well, that, just small was, uh, that was required when we got started 15 years ago. They made you do the huge, well, huge we facility. Well, we had to be in an industrial area. We couldn't uh -huh. be someplace like this. or. But you can now. You I can now. Rumor has it you looking. guys might be uh, moving here. I helped change the law. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I remember you were part I, of that. I, you yeah. were, I remember you were all about the growler thing, too. Oh, and that, and that passed, and now the big thing is uh, we want self-distribution. Yeah. COVID really hurt a lot of people. It hurt us immensely because 80% of our production went to uh, Disney and Universal wow. and SeaWorld and mm. all the hotels that support that. Yeah. And uh, that, that hurt us quite a uh, quite a bit. Wow. Uh, luckily, we had a little cash, but uh, that hurt us a bit. And not being able to self-distribute hurt us even more. Uh, we're not, uh, I don't think that it's fair for distributors to make the money off of us when they really don't want us there. They want the big accounts yeah. and we want the mom and pop. Because you have to sell it to a distributor then the distributor sells it to somebody we else. We don't need a middleman. And wine this is like a law from like the Prohibition era, right? Because well, wineries can self-distribute, right? Yeah, okay, here's long time. Uh, industry that's regulated like that. Yeah. Uh, so liquor and even uh, wine, they can cider too. I know. I know a wine room that's going to be opening up soon. I won't call them out, but they're they're literally buying a vineyard they can so they can self distribute. Now. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's crazy. Would yeah, you, but we you, can't. Can you share any news on on where you're going to be moving to? Because we we wrote about that in the past that you're going to be looking for a new space, John. Well, that, that's correct. Uh, we, we have to move. Our lease runs out uh, next uh, July, July of uh, 22. And uh, I'm close to uh, making a decision, uh, one very close to where we're at right now and another one uh, downtown. Okay. And uh, another one in Kissimmee. Oh, Kissimmee even. Wow. as hell. I know <laughs> a lot of developers want breweries now, and they also want to be working with people who have histories of successful businesses and you are like the longest i would arguably most successful uh brewery that's been around for 15 Not years sure you said. about the the successful <laughs> I <assume laughs> success that you're in business longevity though yeah it's uh it's and most humble. Everybody uh, thinks you're going to make a gazillion dollars in brewing, and uh, yeah, if we get by, I'm pretty damn happy. <laughs> and and we, we've uh, we've just been building our business. You also have people who've worked with you since the beginning, right? I, I feel like you have a staff of people. Your turnover is not high. Well, we uh, a lot of people. Uh, uh, Crystal, our taproom manager. Uh, Cindy, our operations manager. Uh, We've lost basically uh, just oh about my gosh. everybody. How yeah, long we, have we got? Oh. A lot of new blood. I'm oh my one gosh. Of them technically. Because of the pandemic. 
Because of a lot well, of things. Well, no, all the just, things. Uh, people get older. Okay. Ah. You know, working 10 years at the same job. This is the first job I've ever had where I worked for more than 10 years. Okay. And thank God. <laughs> it's time it's hard to tell your boss to go <laughs> shove it and go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time for the youngins to take over. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh there's right. a coup. I sense, I sense a coup. No, <laughs> there's, uh, there's no coup. No. He's, uh, he's the young prince. <laughs> oh. So Soto after dark. So after dark, you said it was the April 20, 24th, 24th. April 24th, Saturday. At Orlando Brewing. Yes. Go check week, it out. Anniversary. Anniversary, we, uh, too. We recommend bicycles and Uber. That's uh, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> or an Uber bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep parking. Well, not only that, but there uh, there will be alcohol. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. We're going to be drinking lots of that well, tasty beer. Yeah. There will be alcohol. And also, uh, don't forget Tito's. <laughs> you know they're uh, they're a big sponsor. Okay, and they, they're heavy pours, not right. overly heavily. No. I'm not <laughs> saying anything about Tito's. Thanks, guys. Thank you thank so you much. So for much. Thank you for the beer as well. Of course. Thank you. Ah, those guys are great. Yeah. Well, it's it, we said off air, but they they kind of have saved my butt a couple times as a brewery with events. We were doing the old cardboard art festival, and I never ordered beer before, uh, and I you know rang them up, and I actually got John. I don't know how. And uh, and he like and he hooked us up and kind of walked me through what we needed to do and, and he kept the price low for me and, and then threw in some extra beer for our bands and stuff and it was it was like a a Girl Scout uh, mint like chocolate mint cookie sounds delicious stout yeah it was delicious delicious I had a couple myself um, and I know I've I went in there one time as I said when I was a reporter and I just asked him a bunch of questions he was happy to answer and it's not always like that when you go in places no so yeah i'm a fake i'm a fan and, and and i love seeing uh the impact of a of a business like that and i i cannot wait to find out where they land man yeah uh, and they'll do good wherever yeah, they go whoever whoever can succeed in, in wooing them to to come to their development for in their next phase like will be sitting in it maybe the hospital ought to just have a bar inside i think how smart and it's organic like why wouldn't the hospital just say okay we got another spot you for think you. about it, you go see a relative they're sick you say hi and then you're yeah. like oh i'm gonna wait around i'll go get a beer <laughs> it wouldn't be advent health but i'm no. sure orlando, uh, <laughs> orlando, orlando health, health maybe too. yeah uh swine and signs is opening this isn't downtown but I'm excited about it. Swine and Sons is opening a new location, and it's Tuffy's in Tuffy's Bottle Shop in Up Stanford. Up in Sanford. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a good match there. Yeah. They, that's kind of the food holly spot, right? Uh, yeah. Sanford's yeah. The, the hopping spot right now. I, it, they're kind of killing it. I would love. I mean, I, I've said it before. I almost moved up there. I have friends on my block where I live here in yeah. College Park. They're actually they are moving up there. When you see the old historic houses that are in downtown Sanford, just beautiful, beautiful. They, they got a lot of problems. You know, there's some definite issues between, uh, you know, crime and that that flares up between people who have money and those that don't. And and again, it's a hot community so a lot of new bloods moving in without knowing yeah anything the other the big the one of my around. biggest challenges with sanford is like if you if you work anywhere in orlando it's a good yeah. 35 minute drive just to get to downtown and then beyond it's even farther and there's just no fast way to get to downtown but, orlando from sanford but now it's well you know other than the sun rail you can certainly take you the could sun rail there. i mean if you have a job where you might not need your car during the day and then you're, they're kind of getting to the point where you don't necessarily need to leave Sanford. It's there's true. There's going to be so many cool things happening in downtown Sanford. Yeah. And, like, so this space, when it opens later, I don't know the opening timeline, but the second phase of it will be, like, a above-ground barbecue pit where 
they're going to be doing like whole hog barbecue all the time. Oh, that's great. Isn't that cool? That's great. That makes me think of like fried green tomatoes. That scene, the guy in the back, like when he cooks up the, the inspector. But, but I, I just love that. Like, I like you could see it, the process of seeing it and sitting outside in a beer garden and, and watching this above ground barbecue pit. Like, nobody's doing that locally. That's awesome. Plus, it's something, yeah, like you don't see anywhere else. So, I'm, no. I'm glad they're doing it. And I'm glad they have that thought to do something different because I wonder if somewhere like here in Orlando, they'd be like, well, you can't have an open pit with a. A pig in it. So dumb. I mean, think in Sanford, they have the, the, the bar where you can pedal, the pedal bar. Yeah, and, they, and the mayor hates them. And he, they've been actively trying to have that here in Orlando in some of, like, the Main Street districts. I love it. And the mayor, every time, is just like, no, we it's can't have so that much in the streets. It's so much fun. So, first of all, I think that's a garbage arg- argument because I've seen them in bigger cities than Orlando. Do it downtown. Do it in the rapid bus. Yeah. Do it in the bus transit lane. Just do it wherever. Who cares? They do this in every other city in the country. I, I don't think Orlando's special that you can't have a pedal bus I, drinking bar. I, <laughs> you, just, you just really want to. I don't really... Oh, enjoy it that no, much? No, it's not. It's you not gave a, me a warning before I went oh, to do it. You were like, it's hard, dude. And I was like, no way. I got this. I, used to, I used to drive a rickshaw. I could do this. <laughs> I almost died. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard, but it's yeah. fun, and it's something different, and I wish they had it here in Orlando. Uh, Well, it's not going to happen until we get a new mayor. So Mayor O'Connor is going to say okay to it. <laughs> I would never be mayor. All those, all those naughty pictures I have would be surfacing. It might help. Well, maybe <laughs> you'd see my tail. And it wouldn't work. Uh, there's a new. Remember that natural, your natural bites? No, no. Yeah, that's why they close. <laughs> so this is a place that re- they replaced uh, Bluebird Bake Shop in Audubon Park. Oh, and it was like a healthy, a healthy dessert. So you went from stuff. a like a cupcake place to a healthy dessert yeah, place so it just didn't you couldn't keep your old clientele and so it closed just closed it's gonna i'll, I'll tell you that space will get snatched up real quick so yeah. people have been looking for second generation restaurant space and that has a massive kitchen does it oh, yeah big big old more, kitchen i think they need more restaurants at audubon park because i really there's there's a few a lot of baked good spots yeah, there but like if you're gonna go to i mean so there's like the super high-end place uh domo right Domu, fantastic. Yeah, not uh, Domu. Ben Bomb. Domu. Yeah, no, the one that's like five seats. Uh, uh, Cadence. Yeah, Cadence is there. Cadence. But that's not like. Stardust. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Ben Bomb. Which is good. I like Ben Bomb. Uh, I am on the radio. <laughs> I also have enjoyed Ben Bomb. <laughs> I liked what I had. Uh, bikes. Beans in Bordeaux. It's really a coffee it's shop. It's not really a dinner spot. No, though. Uh, I just think they need more the dinner sushi place? spots. What's the sushi? sushi Lola? Sushi Lola. They're good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they need another dinner. They spot. They need like a uh, like a oh Juniors, which is now doing Mexican. Yeah, but that's not a dinner place either. Is it, it? is. They, they do have Mexican dinner? now. Mexican. They, they do diner in the morning, and then at night they turn into a Mexican place. Okay, They're delicious. All right. Uh, and then also, since we're talking about Audubon Park, Kelly's homemade ice cream is teaming up with Foxtail. Really? Uh huh. So is are they making foxtail uh, ice cream or no? They're just going to be doing. Oh my gosh! And I already got in trouble for this. Uh, <laughs> a counter. They're going to do a table, not a stall. Like I incorrectly sounds like a urinal when you say my, stall, right? Like might I, as well be. How dare I say stall in my write up? <laughs> and deviate from the press release that I was so gracefully spoon-fed and I said stall instead of table. Oh my gosh, the messages I got on email and Instagram. 
Yeah. Sorry, Beth. <laughs> uh, I don't care. And I left it. That'll get me in trouble, too. Uh, they're going to be opening a new table for Kelly's, but serving all of their regular stuff that you'd expect, like waffle cones and scoops and pints and stuff. At the Foxtail in Winter Park? Yeah, over on Howell Market Lane. So oh. like North Winter Park. Oh, the other Winter Park. So one. that's just one, but I know for certain they're going to be they're collaborating on a food hall that Foxtail is doing. Uh, in and I'll say it. I'm. They've asked me. They keep like not telling me about it, but I'll just say, uh, the Milk Social Space over by MX Taco. Ah, that's going to be that's being led by Foxtail, and it's going to have multiple food vendors in there. One of which is Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream. So nice. the first ice cream shop. In winter, in uh, the milk district, oh, which is going to be a big thing. Plus, everybody yeah. loves Kelly's. They do, but it's I don't know I, if I've ever actually been to Kelly's. Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, well, we I live in College Park. When I get ice cream, I go to my my soda fountain. I love Kelly's, and they're actually just great community partners. And they, they do a lot. Yeah, they give us uh, coupons for our bingo all the time. All the, like we have a massive stack of free ice cream cones that we give out every Tuesday Maybe I at can our bingo sneak night. Sneak one of those, you and, and I can go. Yeah, yeah, you just go buy it for three dollars. I could do that oh too. Gosh, I want to go the one on Kaylee. That looks like real my job. favorite one. Oh, it is cute. I like yeah. that one. That's a good one. Uh, Bites and Bubbles is moving into Mills Park. I've never been to Bites and Bubbles. Have you? Uh, I have. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Is it like Bebo? I went there, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say anything about it because they're in the game mafia. And if I say anything against them, I'm gonna get in trouble. So, uh, very nice people. They also are very supportive of of Bill's Fifty Main Street. They district. are. He sold and the building, right? He, Eddie Nichols is his yeah. Name, Eddie Nichols and his daughter was Ash Nichols, who was on some sort of food Cut network thing. Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, Hell's yeah, Kitchen. She, I think. You know, or she had a sandwich that didn't. She had a sandwich Play shop out there. there that didn't do so well. So then he launched this in response, Bites and Bubbles, and I, apparently it's super popular, and he's been turning people away through the whole pandemic. Is it where the drunken monkey was? Yeah. Wasn't that what it was called? No. It was where King Kate... King Crawfish? No, right next to that. It's by there. I think that's where that was. Yeah. No, you're right. Where the yeah. drunken monkey... Close to where the bananas used to be. Yeah, bananas was a fun place. Yeah, fun if you like food was, sitting for an hour for yeah, your the food. Yeah, the food was never that great. It was and crazy. It took forever to get the food. But, but like the show was, was fun. Yeah, the novelty of of unhappy drag queens <laughs> serving you food that never came was fun. Yeah, yeah. We I think that twice, concept could have worked. I remember once we ordered. We went. We ordered two taco salads, and we waited an hour, and the food never came. And then finally, our waitress <laughs> came. Is, was like, oh, sorry, we're all out of taco bowls. <laughs> an hour later, I was like, what? Drag queens. We were here for an Typical hour. Drag now queens. you're telling me you don't have a taco bowl? Anyway, just crazy. So Bison Bubbles are moving into the old space that was occupied by Bellicoso for Rebels, blah, 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 the coffee bar. Mm-hmm. So it's, had, it's had a few things since, since oh, yeah. it was built. Oh, yeah. None of which have been super Maybe successful. Maybe this will make it. I think so. People are very so. excited. Apparently, it's a homeless camp right now. Really? <laughs> That's what everybody's commenting. Like, oh, homeless people live there right really? now. Really? Yeah. Because it's unoccupied. All right. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, City of Orlando. How much time do you have? Not much. How we much? Sh- we should probably get going. Oh, that okay. So, well, sorry, guys. I talked too much. Uh, lots of events to go to this weekend. Go check it out on bungler.com. We have our tickets available for our Sister Act event on the 9th at our Carlotta's Culture Park with... Jimmy Hula's Will's Pub will be there, and we're raising money for Enzian, so come on out. 
And go to Soto After Dark on April 24th. 24th. The Arts Go celebrate their anniversary, their 15th anniversary, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and thank you, uh, Biles Castle. We're yeah. just hanging out here. So. Just hanging out. You but were busy. Come check it out. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next week.